Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. Well, we've been talking about it all afternoon long. Congressman Kevin McCarthy of Bakersfield is no longer the Speaker of the House. He was voted out of the job this afternoon by his fellow Republicans. Well, the House of Representatives is at a standstill now, unable to conduct any business after McCarthy became the first Speaker in history to be removed from office. McCarthy's speakership lasted all of nine months, an outcome that was foreseeable from the very outset of his tenure, as it took 15 ballots for him to win the job after making unprecedented concessions to the Freedom Caucus, the hard-right Trump-supporting wing of his party. And today that deal came back to bite him, just as we all thought it would, as Florida Congressman Matt Gates invoked one of those concessions, the right to call a vote to vacate the chair, and McCarthy lost that vote, 216 to 210. So he is no longer speaker. The Republicans need to choose a new leader that could take them a couple of days. And until then, the House is in limbo once again, Patty and Brett. How did something so procedural like a vote to pay the bills to fund the government and keep it open become so controversial and so deadly for the speakership? Well, I mean, it goes deeper than that. Of course, there are, you know, core ideological differences between McCarthy and this small group that he needed to to appease to get the job in the first place. But, you know, they really didn't want, uh, there were certain things that they didn't want in that bill, and they got one of them taken out, the funding for Ukraine, and they felt betrayed that he ultimately, you know, he couldn't, McCarthy was at the brink and he had to make a decision. Do I give in to what they want uh, or do I make a deal with the Democrats to get, you know, something passed to keep the government open? And to his credit, he realized that letting the government shut down was not in the best interest of the country and it cost him a speakership. So that was, you know, the bridge too far for that Freedom Caucus and, and they were done. It's, you know, it's interesting. You hear Matt Gates complaining about, you know, he, he made a deal with the Democrats. Well, Matt Gates essentially just made a deal with the Democrats today because he voted his group voted with all the Democrats to take McCarthy out of the job. So and he also complained a lot about debt and deficit and spending. But, you know, he wasn't complaining about it when President Trump, who he supports wholeheartedly, was ringing up debt and deficit. So it's selective outrage on the part of Matt Gates and, and his colleagues. But in this case, you know, as I said, it was inevitable. We knew this was coming, that from the very beginning, there would at some point be a point where they were not happy with what McCarthy was doing. He wasn't doing enough of their bidding. And they would call this vote and take the job away from him. Well, speaking of the Democrats, why didn't they come to McCarthy's rescue and vote for him to remain speaker? 
Well, you know, you got to think about that for a second. I'm sure they thought about it and discussed it. Um, first of all, if they were going to do that, if, if enough of them were going to vote, say they needed, you know, six, seven, eight votes to vote for McCarthy to keep him in, in power, um, he's no friend of theirs. Uh, they don't agree with him on very much. And they would have to get some concessions from him in order to do that. But I don't think they trust him. I, I don't think they think his word is worth anything. And, and you know, he's been shown to lie. And I, I don't think they would feel that whatever they got from him, that he would hold up his end of the bargain when push came to shove. So there was no real um, motivation for them to do that unless they wanted, you know, to protect the institution. But I think to some extent, although I don't think they take any joy in seeing uh, the House fall apart like this, you know, let the Republicans be hoist on their own petard and, and demonstrate their inability to govern. And this is something they can run on a year from now, right? They can say, look, you put these people in charge. They can't even elect a speaker. When they choose one, he can't even hold the office. These people don't know how to govern, put us back in charge. So it's in their interest to let the Republicans fall apart and fall on their face. And why should they come to their rescue? What happens next, Doug, in the, in the process? I mean, who could be the next speaker? Well, there are a few names out there. Steve Scalise, we're hearing, uh, is one of them. Um, there are a couple of other, you know, McCarthy allies, essentially, uh, who I'm sure some of his allies will put their names forward. I don't see any of those Freedom Caucus, you know, Matt Gates, Jim Jordan, whoever it is, um, any one of them getting the votes to be speaker. But I, I'm sure one of them at least will step forward and, and get in the running. But I would guess, ultimately, it will be someone else. Uh, from, you know, the main part of the Republican caucus in the House, a McCarthy ally to some extent, because if not that person, who else? Uh, now, remember, you can you can have anybody be speaker. You don't have to be a member of the House. They could put forward Donald Trump for speaker. It could be Brett Burkhardt, whoever they want, as long as they're eligible. Um, any American citizen who's old enough can, can be the speaker of the House. So uh, we could see something crazy like that coming from the outside or at least attempting that. But I think in the end, it'll probably be another one of the people sort of in the leadership of the Republican Party in the House, and we'll see how long they last. What about Kevin McCarthy again? I've read some speculation that he's going to go for the job again. Would that be crazy? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he does. He can. Uh, there's nothing barring him. Of course, this has never happened before, right? No speaker has ever been removed from office before, but there's nothing that says he can't run again. He certainly can. He got 210 votes, right? So that's pretty close. He needs 218 if everybody's there voting. In this case, there were some absent. For example, former Speaker Pelosi is in San Francisco because of the death of Dianne Feinstein. She wasn't there voting today. Um, yeah, I, I would not be surprised if he runs again and at least, you know, shows that he's got this almost large enough core base of support to do it. Uh, and then maybe he's got to make some more concessions or maybe at that point, a few Democrats do cross the aisle to put him back in power. It wouldn't be uh, you know, out of the out of, uh, realm of reason to see McCarthy at least run again, if not perhaps win the speakership back. But for now, he's out of a job. Could he be a winner for losing by keeping the government open when you talk about his constituents at home? You know, I don't know. Well, his constituents at home love him, so I don't think he can do much wrong there. He's, it's not like he's going to lose his seat from Bakersfield. Um, certainly keeping the government open was in the best interest of most Americans, and I think he can make that case to his constituents and they will agree with him on that. Uh, you know, if he comes home and says, look, I stood on principle, I wouldn't give in to things that, you know, I didn't believe in, it's enough to get him reelected from Bakersfield. Um, ultimately, you know, it was his ambition was so naked and transparent and he, he gave up so much to get the speakership. I think that doomed him from the start. He made a deal with the devil and the devil came and, and collected. Doug, what are the rules regarding what can happen in the House, right? They, they appointed an interim speaker, right, on a temporary basis. Can they, can they have regular House business without a permanent speaker? 
Nope. Uh, the way it works is you have to, as speaker, drop a list of three people who take your place um, as interim, just in case. For example, what if something had happened? You know, what if Kevin McCarthy, you know, was in a plane crash? Whatever reason it is uh, that they're absent, someone is ready to step up. So he had done that. So um, Patrick McHenry from North Carolina was his choice, his first choice. So that's who is now interim speaker. Uh, you know, the clerk opens that list and goes to the first name on the list, and it was Patrick McHenry. He is interim speaker, but they cannot conduct any other business until they elect a speaker, just as they couldn't back in January when they were, you know, immobilized for several days while they went through all those ballots for McCarthy to win. So until they begin the process and actually elect someone, no, they can't pass legislation. They can't do anything. Uh, other than get a speaker elected, and they're not doing it today. So I, I would assume they'll try to do that tomorrow. Uh, there hasn't been any word on how quickly they'll do it. I would guess they'll try to do it tomorrow, but as we saw before, it could drag on for a couple of days. Thank you, Doug. All right, fascinating stuff, right? I mean, uh, everything in recent modern politics is without precedent from Donald Trump on, on through through now, and who knows what comes next. But we'll be back tomorrow. I think we may have a, a special guest uh, interview tomorrow. I'm, I'm not going to mention on the air yet who it is because we're still confirming it, but uh, tune in tomorrow afternoon at 3.30 when you can hear the state of California as you can every weekday. It's also available on the Odyssey app, and wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find me on Twitter, at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.